What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Sports Kingdom Show. I'm your host, Eric, the Duke of Sports Sklar. I'm joined by my co-host, Shelton's very own Tyler Pacholke. Before we start the show, we appreciate you all so much for listening to us. Be sure to hit that subscribe or follow button wherever you decide to listen to the Sports Kingdom Show so you can stay up to date on the newest episodes of the show. Also, be sure to give us a five-star rating and review the show. That really helps out as well. Don't forget to follow at TSK Show on all social media platforms and follow us as well at the Duke of Sports and at Tyler Pacholke. On this episode of the Sports Kingdom Show, Tyler and I will discuss the controversy over the NBA All-Star starters this season. We'll also discuss the impact of Joe Ingles being out for the rest of the year on the Western Conference playoff picture and who we think the current favorite is for the NBA championship. Then during the Lake Show Lowdown, we'll catch up on everything Lakers as the Grammy road trip ended up not going as well as expected since LeBron has gone down with another injury. All this and more on episode 233 of the TSK Show coming up right now. What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 233 of the Sports Kingdom Show. I'm your host, Eric, the Duke of Sports Sklar. Joining me as always, Shelton's very own Tyler Pacholke. And Tyler, I got some breaking news for you. Yeah. Just found this out in between recording this episode and our football episode, episode 232. Make sure you go t- uh, check that out. We talked about the Brian Flores lawsuit, the, the AFC NFC championship, Tom Brady's retirement, all that good stuff. But Tyler, breaking news, Lance Stevenson has been signed for the rest of the season by the Indiana Pacers huh. after successfully completing two 10-day contracts with the team. So, hey, I love it. Born Ready is back in the NBA for the rest of the season. I love it. So I felt felt that was appropriate nope, to start the nope, show. No, nope. we're, show we're with. Bi- everyone's a big Lance. We were talking about guys. Uh, me and my buddies were talking about guys that are like the most likable players in the NBA. Came off of Clay Thompson because I was arguing like Clay Thompson might be the most universally liked players, and then we got the guys like Lance and Clay Thompson Clay- might be the most universally liked athlete. You got Lance. You know, we were like Lance. Everybody loves Lance, and then it's guys like. Carmelo and D Rose, you know, yep. because they just remind you of yesteryears. Yep. And they weren't they weren't guys that I and honestly they didn't win a championship. And I feel like that's part of why everyone's rooting for them. You know, like Yeah. we 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 love this guy. Yeah. No, I mean I I think that's that's exactly it. Is these guys are so good and so accomplished and and the only thing that they re- really are missing is that championship and everybody and everybody wants to see players know, that they root for win championships. Yep. So I, I I think it's great that Lance is back in the NBA. Obviously, the Pacers aren't really a championship contending team, but he's going to bring some entertainment value to that team every night. I'll tell you that much. Yep. Um, but all right, Tyler, we got uh, a lot to talk about tonight. Before we hit our three in the key segment, I got to let you know that this episode of the Sports Kingdom show is sponsored by Always Toyota. If you're into vintage Toyotas, especially from the 80s, whether you're buying, selling, collecting, refurbishing, Anything vintage Toyota that you need, 
you got to hit up my buddy Alan from Always Toyota. You can find them at, at Always Toyota on Instagram and alwaystoyota.com. Come on, you're getting paid. Ask something. Final seconds. Brian for the win. Did I miss anything while I was gone? Take this and you burn it. Job's not finished. Job finished? I don't think so. So when you get done with this, you should be butt-ass naked. So, Tyler, to kick off our NBA 3 in the Key segment, I wanted to talk about the NBA All-Star game and the the All-Star starters. Uh, They were announced last week. The reserves will be uh, announced uh, next week, and then the draft will be held, uh, or excuse me, the reserves are going to be announced tomorrow, or I guess if you're listening to this on Thursday tonight, um, the the draft for the teams will be held next week, and then All-Star Weekend is February 18th through the 20th, the weekend after the Super Bowl. Now the All-Star starters, Tyler, LeBron James and Kevin Durant are the captains for the All-Star game this season. I'm not sure if KD or LeBron are even going to be playing in the All-Star game since uh, they have both been dealing with knee injuries currently. Um, But him and LeBron are going to have the opportunity to pick teams. Kind of makes it cooler if they're not playing. You know, they're like the GMs. Yeah, no, it is. And And LeBron's used to it. He picks who he plays with. He's been been picking who he plays with his whole career. I was just going to say he's been doing it since the inception of this format because he's been the captain every year. But no, I guess you I guess you took it a step further. Yeah, no, I'm not even talking all star game. We're talking every day of life. But uh Kevin Durant also said that he wasn't happy with uh some of his GM moves last season when he was a captain. So uh he's gonna have a chance to redeem himself this year. Um now the starters uh for the all star game this year, they still do it west and east in terms of who gets voted in and all of that, but LeBron James and Kevin Durant, they can pick whoever they want from uh, it doesn't matter what conference they're they're in; they can have whoever they want on their team. Yeah. But since they they got voted in by uh, conference, I'll announce them in uh, by conference first. The West: LeBron, Steph Curry, Nikola Jokic, John ja Morant, and Andrew Wiggins. The Eastern Conference: Kevin Durant, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Joel Embiid, Trey Young, and Demar Derozan. Sheesh. Yeah. The East the East squad's dope. Yes, it is. Now, a lot of people are upset that Andrew Wiggins was named a starter for the Western Conference, uh, and neither Devin Booker or really any Suns player uh, wasn't named a starter since the Suns have the best record in the league, and Booker's been having a phenomenal year. The Suns are on like an 11-game win streak right now. It's just they've been on an absolute tear this year. Now, the Warriors, they used a fan ambassador – for their team, who's a Korean pop star, he put out a tweet and basically had specific hashtags that were in the tweet. Yeah, that, Bam Bam, right? I, I believe that's his name. I don't. I or something like that. I hate Korean pop, so it's like I don't understand the phenomenon with it. And you think the war the Warriors? He had a deal with the Warriors. He no, he's a he's an ambassador for the team. Yeah, but he's also a fan, right? I don't know, Tyler. Yeah, but basically he 
put out a tweet and it had all of the yeah, correct okay. hashtags. Yeah, yeah. And it got like over 80,000 retweets. And that there was a whole article about this. And that's essentially what got Andrew Wiggins into the starting position as a starting forward for the All-Star game. And Suns fans and basketball fans everywhere are pissed about this. Now, people want Seems the, a little a little harsh. People like I, I mean, I, I just it's my whole thing with the All Star game is 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 it's for the fans, you know what I mean? Right. And and I get that like, oh, it's fans of a singer that are making like it's not a fan for the player, but at the same time, it's just I mean, people. He's he, Andrew Wiggins has at least played good enough to be in the conversation. If if he wasn't playing at all, like they would, he would never get that press. It would impress somebody else if that was the case. Um, and so I think I think it's just it's for the fans. It's not a game that matters. I don't think it matters who the fans vote in and who the or who's voted in as starters. It's not something that's ran by the NBA where it's the best five players from each conference get in. That's never how it's been. There's always players on the bench that probably should have been starters. Uh, but it's a fans game, and if you allow the fans to vote like that, I mean, that's where if you want to have beef, you have to have it with the structure of like the the format of voting. Well, okay, so let me with get to that re- Tyler. with retweets. Like it probably should be a a a, a ballot type of format. Um, but you know, at the same time, I'm down with I'm down with how the NBA lets fans pick who's starting. Well, so. People, because of this, they want to get rid of the fan vote, but the fans, they only account for technically 50% of the weighted value of the vote for the yeah. All-Star game. Yeah. Fans get 50%. The other 25% goes to the players, and then the other 25% goes to the media. Which are essentially like insurance policies. Two players this year voted for Ben Simmons, and 25 players voted for Kyrie Irving. So... Yeah. It, realistically, I think the whole system needs to be overhauled if we're going to overhaul the system. But it's a fans game. It's All Star Weekend. It's for the fans. It's not for. It's not anything that's official. It doesn't matter. There's no. It, you know. It's if if players think that Kyrie and Ben Simmons should be in the All Star game, then let them be in the All Star game. If that's their vote. That's their vote. Right. Uh, but- if you're gonna if you're gonna vote that and not vote other people, um, that's like your one vote. Then you must really want to see that. Right. And then people people were upset. And you want to support that athlete. People people were upset for a time that Clay Thompson had more votes than Devin Booker when Clay Thompson hadn't even played a game yet. That I understand because it's like there should be a minimum game like to be on the All Star ballot. There should be a minimum games played type of requirement to where it's like yeah maybe, uh, but it's like you know you name him the starter he doesn't play and Bing Devin Booker starts Bing Bang Boom. But the problem is Tyler, there are now financial like stipulations that go yeah, along with these that's, that is a problem i mean that is that's always been a big issue that's different that is real that matters all-star game does not matter that's kind of like my whole point it, it i think but is it does now that the all-star it's based game on contract bonuses in- no but it only matters because of that aspect like it never mattered i guess before that right. before that rule the, the all-star game has always been for the fans that's what it is it's for the fans it's for the players to have some fun watch all your favorite players get together. It's never been, let's get the best 24, you know. It happens to be that most of the time, but that's not what it's always been. The starters are voted on by fans. You know, there there was always older guys getting getting votes, you know. 
uh, old stars out of their prime getting votes. Players I mean, Zaza Pachulia had the whole country of Georgia voting for him. Yao Ming had the whole country of China voting and they for get, him. And they get a vote. I mean, they watch NBA basketball. It's a, the, David Stern's goal is to make it a worldwide sport, and that's exactly what it is. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just it's it's interesting to me that that people got so upset. I, I understand why they're upset because it's like, yes, you want to see – the the best of the best and it's like when you are really having a conversation with people it's like yes most people think Devin Booker is a better player than Andrew Wiggins and should have been a starter yeah but that's not the point you know that's not what it is if that was the case then it would be like an all NBA game you know that but it's still gonna it's it's not gonna be perfect but if you let you know professionals pick the teams it's gonna lose a certain aspect yeah the fan voting I've always just been a fan of um Purely because I think that it's the NBA allowing the fans to see something that they want to see. Yeah, and it's like if if it's you have a problem tight. with it, take it up with the fans. They're the ones voting on it. Yeah, vote. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Push, push for players. You can retweet. <laughs> you can tweet as much as all these other people. It's it's like it's literally the same thing that they say in politics. It's like you can't complain if you didn't vote. Yeah, no. I mean, that's I, I voted for all Seattle players. I'm sure you did. Uh, you know, I, I tried to flood with DeJounte and Zach, Le- Zach Levine, you know. Um, that's because those are the guys I want to see. That's that's what I think uh, it's all about. Yeah, and I, I think the that's... The contract thing is bad news, but that's a different story. That that's I, I, I don't think, think it is a different story, though. That's that's tied into this now. That's why people are upset. Yeah, yeah, but you can't make... You're, like, going to ruin All-Star Weekend because you made this stupid contract rule. You know what I mean? Like it's it's whack that it's whack that the, the media has control over these players contracts no nego- i agree contract negotiation i mean why does it matter if you got all nba or if they were an all-star uh you you need to you know value this person on an individual basis uh these things are awards from from people voting like just because a guy's not likable or doesn't get amount of votes doesn't mean he wasn't the most deserving oh yeah i mean there's plenty of players that don't get into the hall of fame because and, they and were to assholes like, to, and the, to be the, to the first, media and say to be the first player that's out of all nba like but you were that caliber of a player you know just because all nba names 15 guys doesn't mean there's only 15 guys that deserve it there could be 20 guys that deserve it right and it's not like devin booker isn't about to be named as a reserve no nah, no nah, exactly the benches are always gonna cover like the guys that really need to be in there um, yeah and th- those th- that's completely voted on by the coaches. Yeah, and the exactly. Players. Yeah, the fans have. No- that's why. That's why I've never just. I've never had an issue with it. The fans vote the starters of a fan-driven game, and um, for the most part, the guys that really need to be in the All-Star game make it. Yeah. Now, all right. Real quick before we move on, uh, the rookies and sophomores they have their uh, new format for the Rising Stars game. Uh, four teams of seven, twenty-eight players. Uh, 24 uh, rookies and sophomores, four G League Ignite players. Uh, just a couple of names that stand out from the rookies. We got Scotty Scotty Barnes, Cade Cunningham, uh, Chris, Chris Duarte, Josh Giddy Tyler, uh, Jalen Green, Davion Mitchell, Evan Mobley, Jalen Suggs, Franz Wagner. Uh, so the sophomores, some notable names, Cole Anthony, LaMelo Ball, Sadiq Bey, Anthony Edwards, uh, Tyrese Halliburton, Tyrese Maxey, Jaden McDaniels, Tyler, uh, Isaac Okoro, Isaiah Stewart. Oh, boy. Better hope he doesn't get in a fight with anybody. Uh, oh, I hope he does. That would be dope. <laughs> and then the G League Ignite participants are 
uh, Marjan Beauchamp, uh, Dyson Daniels, Jaden Hardy, and everybody is excited to see Scoot Henderson in this. Um, Rick Barry, Gary Payton, James Worthy, and Isaiah Thomas are the honorary coaches from the NBA All uh, All Seventy Five team. Uh, and then they are going to announce the individual teams on Friday. So, yeah, so I'm, I mean, I'm stoked real quick. Obviously, Gary Payton, um, shout out Gary Payton, Sonic. Uh, then I'm hoping that he goes and he drafts uh, Jaden McDaniels. That'd be yeah, dope. Seattle kid. Isaiah Stewart's got a slight connection. He did one year at uh, University of Washington. So okay. he, was in, he was in Seattle. He's got a little bit of a, a connect, but. My guy here, Marjon Bochamp, Seattle, Seattle, Seattle high school legend. Oh shit! Was on I didn't that. Know that. He was a freshman when Michael Porter Jr. He was, was a freshman on the Nathan Hale team. On the Nathan Hale team that was, it was ranked number one in the country. Shout out Dempsey Hope. He was uh, also on that team. His sophomore year, he followed Brandon. He he moved from Eastern Washington, Yakima, which I think yes. you know. He yes, moved I from do. Yakima to play ball in Seattle. Freshman year, he's at Nathan Hale with Brandon Roy. Brandon Roy goes to Garfield, so he goes to Garfield. They win the state championship at Garfield his sophomore year. Then he moves, uh, moves in Seattle, uh, plays at Rainier Beach his junior year. So three, he's played at three pretty top tier programs three, in, in this in the three, Washington he area. Did, yeah, he he played ball. He played high school ball for three years in Seattle, three different schools, and he ended up going to a prep school. Um, but I'm super excited. This kid came onto my radar in middle school. I've known about this kid for a long time, but he actually had a weird. Uh, you know, COVID really like took a lot out of his momentum. He was a five-star recruit. I mean, this. Oh this, wow! Uh, and then once he once he transferred to the to the uh, like the prep school, it kind of got funky. Um, playing time, COVID happened. He got COVID. Played at a, a community college for a couple games just to, like stay sharp. He trained with Chameleon BX. Yep. In the Bay Area, um, and uh, now on the Ignite team. I mean, he's really gone through the process yeah, that he's, sounds he's, like he's gone through the ringer he's had a crazy he's had a crazy journey um so i was super excited to see that he was one of the one of the names on there uh and you know it's always cool to see some seattle kids on the list Jaden mcdaniels and him specifically yeah but i I'm, I'm super excited to see josh giddy Lamelo ball those would be, i mean I think anthony La, edwards i think Lamelo ball's first pick right i i would think so I mean, Lamelo or what? Anthony Edwards, maybe. Yeah. You know, maybe. Yeah, I. I maybe I would, Evan Mobley. Yes. Yeah, yeah, Evan Mobley. He's definitely got to be in the conversation. But I got to go, Lamelo, first pick. You're not going to get an argument from me. I mean, just to see Lamelo run around with all these guys, I think he's going to make some of these guys look good. I don't know. I think maybe they give Rick Barry the the number one overall pick just as the 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 respect as the elder state statesman uh, of the coaches since he's what, the oldest. What, and what city? What city is this in? Why? Why am I? Cleveland is the, the host city Cleveland. for All Star Weekend this year. Yeah, Cleveland. Okay. So no no ties for the the coaches there. No the no. Uh, interestingly enough, I I think LeBron James might be the only Cav to to make the NBA All Seventy Five team. Yeah, I mean that wouldn't be that wouldn't be so crazy. No. Yeah, they haven't had any and there's there's no guy that pops off the page in my mind. Like those late eighties, early nineties teams, those are good players, but not great. Yeah. I mean, Mark Price. Yeah, he's the only yeah. Larry Nance senior. Brett, yeah, and he was those guys are like high end role players. Right. Yeah. I mean, so Yeah, it's the Cavs. I mean Yeah, not a, <laughs> not a not a great history outside of the outside of the King. 
Yeah. But all right. But they got they got Mobley and Okoro in the, in there. Yes, they do. They that's, do that's they do have two line. guys yeah. uh, in the in the Rising Stars game. But all right, uh moving on now to the second topic in 3 in the key Tyler. May, maybe they throw maybe initially they throw another four player pool in there of like old guys that are like past <laughs> their prime. You know how they got Dirk and D-Wade into the All-Star game when Oh yeah, the 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 commissioner's pick. Yeah, yeah, that'd be like what if what if the eighth guy on all these teams was like a Kevin Love or a Derrick Rose, you know? <laughs> be cool. I throw, don't know. Throw, about, I don't know. Throw, throw those that. vets out with the with the young guns. I don't know about all that, Tyler. Could we? Yeah, I like getting the. I like the idea of getting like the popular players into the game somehow. <laughs> all right, moving on. Joe Ingles, Tyler. He has uh, torn his ACL. He, he tore it on Sunday against the Minnesota Timberwolves. He's going to be out for the remainder of the season. He's been such a major part of this Utah Jazz core over the past few years that I have to believe that this is a major blow, major blow. to the Jazz at, and their hopes for a deep playoff run this year. Rudy Gobert hasn't played in over a week with a calf injury. Uh, Donovan Mitchell hasn't played since the middle of January after entering concussion protocols against the Lakers. Uh, the Jazz, they've lost five in a row and eight out of their last ten. They are currently up on the the Denver Nuggets 103-99 to with two minutes left in the game. So they might be able to steal a win against the Nuggets who are without Nikola Jokic tonight. Uh, but overall, um, the injury bug has hit the Jazz at a very bad time. I know we're. This was the same thing that happened two years ago. That first year with Mike Conley too. Yes, it very very similar. Yeah, Donovan Mitchell went down. Uh, Mike Conley went down his first year. Yeah. So I mean, I just the impact of losing Joe Ingles and what he means to that team. Yeah, yeah. He's a system guy. I mean, he's the perfect comp. He's he's the perfect complement for someone like Gobert. I mean, Gobert and is, Mitchell really is a limited offensive player. Joe Ingles is a great offensive player. He he opens the court up. For Gobert, um, he can play power forward, but really you can get like some perimeter offense out of him. He's he's just a great team team fit for this for these guys. That's definitely a big blow, and it definitely hurts them in, in the playoffs. I mean, you you need guys like Joe Ingles um, when you're you know when your second best player isn't you know an offensive threat. You need guys like that. Yeah. So I mean, they're currently sitting in the fourth seed right now in the West. They're thirty and twenty-one. I think they're in a playing scenario. I'm. They're. I think they're very much in danger of falling into that playing scenario. And if they're in a one one-off game against the team, I don't know if they can win that game. I don't know. I don't see how they're not in a playoffs situation or play-in situation. I mean, that's good. They're only one game ahead of the two teams behind them. So yeah, one uh, and a half games. One, yeah, one and a half games, and they're playing Denver right now. So. They lose to Denver, you know, it could it could happen in a couple of days where they're in the seventh seed. Yeah, it's I just losing Joe Ingles when I when now, I heard that I was if, like, ooh. If, now if they're in a playing game and Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert are suiting up, they got a chance to win. They Let, have a chance to real. win, but you can also but a play. seven but a seven game series, that's when you need your Joe Ingles. Yeah. Like one game, Donovan Mitchell and Gobert can go out there and win one game, maybe two. But seven game series, if you, this is a team that wants to make playoff runs, they're not trying to lose in the first round. This is a team that's been building on this momentum for years. Um, that's where I think the Joe Ingles really hurts them. Is 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 that uh, they, they're a team I wouldn't want to play in a playing scenario. If if a big if if Mitchell and Gobert are suiting up, 
I just I think with the way you can play Gobert off the floor, I just I think if they if they lose their position in the out of the plane scenario to where they they don't have to do that, I think they 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 can sustain that for maybe a round if if they can be all healthy, obviously minus Joe Ingles now. But if they play themselves into a playing game, I think that can hurt them to where it's like they lose their confidence where it's like we shouldn't have been here. What are we doing here? And they just play themselves out of it, kind of thing. Yeah, but they're they're this is a tough this is a tough group. They made a ton of runs. Um, I think that they're they're gonna they'll be tough enough to be a, to be a, a competitor in a playing scenario. Um, but that's obviously not where they want to be. But the West is stacked. I mean, just that's also another thing with the, with the way the, seven, the West has been this if year. You're the seven eight seed. It's not necessarily your bad basketball team. You're just in the West. Yeah, that's a, that's a very good point. So, all right, speaking of that and, and really the implications that, I mean, this injury doesn't just affect the Jazz. It, it really affects the whole playoff picture as a whole. All the all these injuries in the West are, are meaningful. Oh, yeah. So I want to move on now to, to who we think is the, the legitimate favorite right now for the championship because I think this year and really the last two years, it's really been a toss-up and, and we – We've really seen, I think, some of the most parity in the NBA we've seen since, in recent years. Since the Toronto Finals, it's been it's been good. Yeah, it's and, been and a really good run with the bubble in 2020 last season with Phoenix and uh, Milwaukee and Milwaukee, and then this year it it really has. There's there is no guy that has there's no team that has a chokehold on the league. Yeah, so according to Bet MGM right now, the Brooklyn Nets have the best odds to win the NBA championship at plus 300. Then it's the Warriors at plus 450, the Suns at plus 600, Bucks at plus 700, Heat plus 1200, Jazz at plus 1400, Lakers at plus 1600, and then the 76ers at plus 2000. So, I mean, I think any one of those teams, obviously the Lakers, I think are below all of those teams right now just based off of what they've gone through this year and we'll we'll talk about a little bit more of that when we get to the Lake Show lowdown but it's like I really only think that it's the Warriors, Suns and Bucks right now. Yeah, I think that the the East, you know, Brooklyn is just too they're too up in the air. We don't know what's going to happen with their their big 3. Uh, we don't know who's going to play. You the, can't the have big, a part-time if, player and win a championship. The, I'm sorry. The, That's my big, thought process If with the that. big three is on the court, um, which it's not looking like it's going to happen for a while, uh, if the big three is on the court, they're the favorite. Just in 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 a day-to-day sense, if those three are, are playing, they're, they're gonna, I'm picking them to play, whoever, beat whoever they're playing. Uh, now, obviously, one of them is a part-timer. One of them's hurt. One of them's unhappy. It's It's not... Like I can't bet on the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah. Um, even though I think they are definitely the most talented team in the NBA, I think the East runs through Milwaukee. When it comes down to the playoffs, uh, Chicago, they're they're that team that's like kind of, you know, they they're the new team on the block. They made their their push, um, but I don't see them as a threat to to win the East. Right. As far just, as getting to the to the finals, I think the Bulls are that they're one year ahead of schedule. Philly, Philly, I just don't think NB can do it by himself. Uh, Miami is gritty enough; they could do it. They could beat the Bucks, but I I'm still going to take the Bucks uh, in the East. 
And then as far as the West go, I think I think this is I think Golden State's gonna do it to these guys in the playoffs. And especially in a matchup if we're just talking those Phoenix Suns, uh the the Golden State Warriors. I mean the Phoenix Suns are hot, but the Golden State Warriors are just getting just getting clay back and they've been having a good season. Uh when they roll out a Steph Clay, Draymond with the Wiggins, it's gonna be that's gonna be a tough basketball team to beat. I mean Chris Paul is going to have his fucking work cut out for him that night. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. But, I mean, thank God he's got Mikel Bridges next to him. Yeah, yeah, but Mikel Bridges is going to have to guard Andrew Wiggins. So, it's going to be – Or, you or know, he's probably going to have to guard Clay. I think D-Book and Clay are going to go have that battle. You know? Oh, yeah, I guess that's it true. It seems like that's going to be Steph and – Yeah, Steph leave, Steph CB, on CB, leave yeah. CP3 on Steph, Devin Booker on Clay, yeah. Mikel – Yeah, that makes more sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah and, and we'll, we'll have to see, but – Aiton, Aiton is a tough matchup for the Warriors, but especially like, without Wiseman, I like the Warriors. I like the Warriors right now to win the West. Um, but Lakers, to me, are, are still like top three if they're in the playoffs. If the Lakers are healthy, then it's all bets are off. If, if homeboys, if homeboys in uniform, and, he's been and, playing great, and, Tyler. And the king, the king is there. Homeboys in in his in his uniform, We're, they're good. I mean, they can beat any one of these teams in the West including Phoenix and Golden State. So. AD's got 19-7, two assists, and two blocks. He's 7 of 12 tonight from the field. He's killing it tonight, Tyler. Yeah, Denver, Denver, Utah, Dallas, Memphis. I uh, I'm not worried about those I teams. I don't see them as, as legit contenders to win the West um, and get to the finals, especially with a Golden State and Phoenix uh, rolling right now. Yeah, I, I'm I'm completely on the same page. Yeah, I like, I like your three. I think that's a solid three. Um, if I had to put some money down right now, I, I would bet that the Warriors will play the Bucks. Um, but if we're talking real betting, I'm taking putting money on the Lakers with those odds. Yeah, it's plus sixteen hundred. Yeah, it's, it's pretty good. Yeah. All right. Speaking of the Lakers, Tyler, let's let's move on now to the Lake Show lowdown. Uh, since we last recorded, the Lakers have lost three games in a row. They are currently losing by one point. It's gone that well, huh? Or they're they're closing. They're losing by three points currently to the Portland Trailblazers, seventy-five to seventy-two, uh, heading into the fourth quarter. Um, they ended their longest road trip of the season, two and four. They started two and one with a bounce back win over the Magic to start the road trip after that loss to the Indiana Pacers that we witnessed in person. Then uh, the second win uh, came in the third game of the road trip. That was a 10-point win over the Nets. In between those games, they lost to the Heat, but they were getting their ass kicked in that game, and then they turned it on in the fourth quarter, and they they were able to make it uh, a bit of a closer game. And they might have had a chance to win that game, actually, if they had played with the same sense of urgency that they had in the fourth quarter. But after starting 2-1 and on the road trip, they lost three games in a row, and that's partially because LeBron James missed the last three games of the road trip against the 76ers, where aside from Anthony Davis, no one could hit a shot for the Lakers. Then they lose to the Hornets by three in a game they could have won on the second day of a back-to-back, but LeBron, Anthony Davis, and Malik Monk didn't play in that game, and then they lose to Atlanta when they were up double digits, and they end up giving up 38 fourth-quarter points and lose by eight to the Atlanta Hawks. Those are bad. Those that's a those are bad losses. Yeah. 30, 38 in the fourth. I mean, that's just uh that can't happen. No. So they end up finishing the road trip two and four. They 
probably had the opportunity to possibly go four and two, maybe even five and one on that road trip. And I feel like a lot of fa- a lot of Laker fans have come to expect this season. It's just like another wrench has been thrown into the plan with LeBron getting hurt again. And I mean, they're they're twenty four and twenty seven heading into tonight's game against the Blazers, and it's like they've now given up 11 double-digit leads with this loss against to the Hawks, so it just feels like every time they've taken one or two steps forward, they take two or three steps backwards, and it's like... They haven't clicked yet. Well, and the whole reason with that is LeBron James, Anthony Davis, and Russell Westbrook have yet to play more than 20 games together this season. It's just like, I mean... You can chalk it up to the old team being signed or whatever, but it's just like when you have these kinds of injuries to to your main core players, your season's not going to go as expected. No, no, definitely not. And yeah. I just I'm afraid that it's like I've I've been trying to be as as positive and optimistic about this season as possible every week we come and do this show, and it's just like. The Lakers are running out of time to to, to get it together, yeah, and it's like yeah, yeah. we're we're almost you 50, can't turn it on. We're more than fifty games into the season now, and it's like yeah. we're still talking about do the Lakers have enough time to figure it out? Yeah, and yeah. that's not good. Yeah, I think it's it's just uh, it's tough with the injuries. Uh, you got different guys playing different roles every single night. That's that's not easy to do, and and you know until they, these guys are all healthy. It's not going to get fixed, and and I don't, I can't sit here and say I know what to do from a coaching standpoint, but I know that whatever they're doing is not working. So maybe try try some new things. Uh, we always talk about the rotation. Um, that's always a big kind of topic as far as you know coaching goes, because those are big decisions. Yeah, who should be playing, who should be not, when, and when and when um, they're getting their minutes, and you know. I would like to see them shorten the rotation up and, and get and get less, you know, maybe less players playing bigger minutes. I just think at this point they just need to make a move and and trade they, they, trade somebody. But the problem is no, they don't have any value. And 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 it's just like I don't know if bringing in another new player that hasn't played with these guys. That's a whole other added aspect you know, I of think, it. I think of guys, I think of guys like uh, um, Malik Monk, Austin Reeves, Tht. Maybe the you know. You've got to hang your hat on these younger guys a little more. Uh, give them more opportunity. Well, Malik and, Monk started tonight, and I mean that's that's obviously going to have to be a continued thing with LeBron James being out, just because of the scoring punch that Malik Monk can bring. Yeah. But you're now missing that in your second unit, so it's like who's yeah, going to step up yeah. now in the second no, unit? No, and that's where that's where I think LA has done a good job. They have a lot of veterans on that bench now. Some of those guys haven't played well this season, but. If you, you know, and again, I, I don't know. Oh, geez, Melo's having a great night. He's, again, I don't know everything, but it just seems like if those vets, you know, on the third string haven't played great, um, you're a little you're a little banged up. Shorten that rotation maybe to eight, nine guys and, and give them bigger minutes uh, and just kind of, you know, maybe see if those guys can develop some chemistry and get more time on the court together. But then the problem is, once LeBron comes back, that chemistry is going to be disrupted, and it's like now we got to figure yeah, it all but, out over, but it's all over a, again. But it's a lot easier to to acclimate LeBron James than it For is sure. to Austin Reeves and Malik Monk and For THT. Sure. Um, it's a different. I mean, LeBron, I wouldn't worry about him. You know, I don't think that he's the issue. I feel like he can seamlessly fit with any any of these guys. But that 
but that in turn is the problem with the Lakers season. And forget the fact that it's LeBron James you're trying to incorporate. It's just they have to incorporate another body yet again to yeah, yeah. what they're doing. No, but I, I just I more, more man, like with LeBron, it it's it's a lot easier to do than trying to get these guys up to speed and feeling good and playing good with each other. Yeah, definitely. Now I'm I, I But you, in a, in the playoffs, like I like Russ. Russ's attitude, you're zero and zero, you get to the playoffs. And if and if if Ant Ant Braun and Russ are suiting up for the Lakers in the playoffs, they're they're a threat. Yeah, without a doubt. That's really all it is. Like this Lakers season is not gonna be some magical season where they run it up and dominate the entire run. That's uh, too late for that. Really, they just need to get into the playoffs. And by the time they get to the playoffs, they need to feel good about it. It doesn't matter what seed they are. They just need to come in feeling good. Interestingly enough, Tyler, with you like explaining it like that, it's it's clicking in my brain that it's just like that's been the approach this team has had this entire season while the fans from the outside perspective and obviously they want the win column number to look good right and that's that's obviously what fans are going to want and that's completely understandable but it's like the team i think has had this measured approach and it's like we haven't really seen them waver this year yes we saw russell westbrook get benched in that whole drama but you saw him respond to that and him change his play and yes it might have affected his play a little bit differently and in ways that might have neg- negatively impacted his game in other ways that people thought it might have positively impacted it. But we saw the way he responded. We've seen the way Dwight Howard responded. We've seen the way DeAndre Jordan's responded and not playing Trevor Ariza, not playing Kent Bazemore, Wayne Ellington. There's just been so many different storylines, and the team has just not wavered. Yes, it might not look great every night on the court, but I haven't seen any sort of break in the ranks as far as demeanor body language or anything no no they know this is a team that's got one goal in mind like you always preach it's championship or nothing so the standings really just don't mean anything they just need to get into the dance and 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 be and be feeling good you need to be in the playoffs be for the most part healthy healthy at the top at least and, and you've got to have some sort of some sort of chemistry momentum you know, good feeling about your your team, you know. Uh, you don't want to be still trying to figure shit out. Yeah. So, I mean, it's... Because at the end of the day, Ant and LeBron are out there, Russ is out there. That's a tough basketball team to beat yeah. in a seven-game series. Now... Those guys are going to take it upon themselves to win playoff basketball games. Right. Now, this is the fourth game that LeBron James has missed uh, during this stretch of games that he's missed. I believe he's missed now over 20 games this season um but the lakers are once again gonna have to try and stay afloat while missing one of their stars and realistically this is the most important star this is their best player this is the coach the gm the star player (laughs) the point guard the center this is the this is the lakers so what do you i mean i guess we've kind of already talked about it but it's like what do you think is a realistic goal for this team while LeBron is out? Is it to just not fall out of the plane? Scenario? Yeah, yeah. I think you just need to stay afloat. You need to stay. You need to get to that 500 mark and stay, stay there. 
So they're um, they're twenty four and twenty seven right now. Yeah, they're they're playing the Blazers, who are in the tenth seed. So they are the Blazers are literally right behind them in the playing scenario. Uh, the Lakers are in the nine seed. The Clippers are in the eight seed, and the Timberwolves are in the seven seed. The Timberwolves are twenty six and twenty five. The Clippers twenty six and twenty seven. The Lakers twenty four and twenty seven. The Blazers twenty one and thirty. Hopefully, the Lakers get to twenty five and twenty seven tonight uh, if they win. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I completely agree. They just, they need to, to just not fall out of that playing scenario with LeBron out. And if, yeah, they, if nah, they can just, just get into the playing scenario, they can you win can that float game around 500 and, 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 you know, get your guys back for the last, you know, last 15 games of the season, you really have an opportunity to, you know, win 45 games, 42, 45 games and be okay. Yeah. So all right, uh, you got you got anything else before we get out of here? Uh, no, no, no shout out, nothing. No, 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 we're good. All right, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna just shout out LeBron James. Get well soon, LeBron. The Lakers need you, or this this season is in serious serious jeopardy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so all right, with that, that wraps up episode 233 of the TSK Show for Tyler Pachulki. I'm Eric, the Duke of Sports Sklar. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the iHeartRadio app, or wherever you decide to listen to the Sports Kingdom show so you can stay up to date on the newest episodes of the show. Don't forget to follow at TSK Show on all social media platforms. Follow us at the Duke of Sports and at Tyler Pacholke. We appreciate you all so much for listening to us. Stay tuned for the next episode of the Sports Kingdom show. Peace.